This is a recording of He is a Good Man, the fulfillment of Helaman 5, 6 through 7, in Helaman 8, 7, and 11, 18 through 19, by Matthew L. Bowen. Originally published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 17, 2015, pages 165 through 170, read by Parker Jackson. This audio recording is copyrighted under a Creative Commons license and may be freely distributed if it remains unchanged, the journal and its website are credited, and is for non-commercial use. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com. He is a good man. The fulfillment of Helaman 5, 6 through 7, in Helaman 8, 7, and 11, 18 through 19. Abstract. Mormon, as an author and editor, was determined to show the fulfillment of earlier Nephite prophecy when such fulfillment occurred. Mormon took care to show that Nephi and Lehi, the sons of Helaman, fulfilled their father's prophetic and paranetic expectations regarding them as enshrined in their given names, the names of their first parents. It had been said and also written that Nephi's and Lehi's namesakes were good in 1 Nephi 1.1. Using onomastic play on the meaning of Nephi, Mormon demonstrates in Helaman 8.7 that it also came to be said and written of Nephi, the son of Helaman, that he was good. Moreover, Mormon shows Nephi that his brother Lehi was not a whit behind him in this regard. During their lifetimes, i.e., during the time of the fulfillment of Mosiah's forewarning regarding societal and political corruption, that especially included secret combinations, Nephi and Lehi stood firm against increasingly popular organized evil. At the time that he instituted the momentous change in Nephite society from monarchy to a hierarchical judiciary, King Mosiah II forewarned, Therefore, this shall ye observe and make it your law, to do your business by the voice of the people. And if the time comes that the voice of the people doth choose iniquity, then is the time that the judgments of God will come upon you. Yea, then is the time he will visit you with great destruction, even as he has hitherto visited this land. Mosiah II had recently translated the twenty-four plates of ether, and knew what secret combinations pretended for his own society, as Moroni eventually confirms in Ether 8.21. The destruction detailed in this record was at least one motivating factor in his decision to end monarchy among the Nephites. Mormon informs us that Nephi, the son of Helaman, lived during the time of the entrenchment of secret combinations within Nephite society, and the fulfillment of King Mosiah's prophecy in which the Nephites saw a great deal of destruction. For as their laws and their governments were established by the voice of the people, and they who chose evil were more numerous than they who chose good, therefore they were ripening for destruction, for the laws had become corrupted. Mormon's care as a narrator is evident in his deliberate use of the phrase, voice of the people, in specifically recalling Mosiah 29, verses 25 through 29, but so too in his use of words translated evil and good. I submit that his use of both terms here constitutes a play on the name Nephi. In this short note, I will propose two additional instances in which Mormon incorporates onomastic wordplay involving the meaning of the name Nephi from his sources in order to demonstrate the fulfillment of prophecy and parental hope. 
the name nephi which is best explained as a derivation from egyptian nefer later pronounced nephi nephi or nufi means good goodly fine or fair nephi's abdication of the chief judgeship marked a transition point for the nephites the goodly or fair ones to a new public morality in which the majority chose evil the good man nephi who had been their chief judge had become weary of their iniquity or evil and could no longer bear it consequently nephi delivered up or yielded up the chief judgeship in order to preach the word of god all the remainder of his days and his brother lehi also all the remainder of his days at this axial moment in nephite history mormon recalls the fatherly paranesis of helaman to his sons nephi and lehi in which he explained the giving of their names behold my sons i desire that ye should remember to keep the commandments of god and i would that ye should declare unto the people these words behold i have given unto you the names of our first parents who came out of the land of jerusalem and this i have done that when ye remember your names ye may remember them and when ye remember them ye may remember their works and when ye remember their works ye may know how that it is said and also written that they were good therefore my sons i would that ye should do that which is good that it may be said of you and also written even as it has been said and written of them helaman here manifests an awareness of the meaning of the name nephi good mormon too is aware of this meaning where it had been said and also written that their namesakes and first parents lehi and nephi and their works were good one such place was in first nephi one one where nephi states autobiographically i nephi having been born of goodly parents therefore i was taught somewhat in all the learning of my father and having seen many afflictions in the course of my days nevertheless having been highly favored of the lord in all my days yea having had a great knowledge of the goodness and mysteries of god therefore i make a record of my proceedings in my days in language that plays on his own name nephi describes his father as goodly or of good or fine moral quality in other words nephi is good or goodly on account of his goodly father and his father's teaching him and inspiring him to acquire a great knowledge of the goodness and mysteries of god one of mormon's literary and editorial aims in the book of helaman specifically is to show how helaman's words come to fulfillment how that in doing good it came to be said and written of nephi and his brother lehi that they were good just as it was said and written of lehi and nephi their first parents after detailing nephi and lehi's participation in one of the most notable miracles recorded in scripture in which many lamanites and nephite dissenters were converted and detailing the societal corruption evident in the nephites embrace of kinetic secret combinations mormon includes the prophecy of nephi which begins with nephi's public lament atop a tower in his own garden nephi's accusations of corruption against the people and the judiciary are met with immediate anger by members of the corrupt judiciary and it came to pass that thus they did stir up the people to anger against nephi and raised contentions among them for they were some who did cry out let this man alone for he is a good man and those things which he saith will surely come to pass except we repent
Here, Mormon mentions that it was now said of Nephi that he was good in fulfillment of Helaman's hope for his sons. By virtue of Mormon's preserving this incident from his written sources in writing, it was also explicitly written that Nephi was good, as more or less implied in Helaman 5.2, in a marvelous play on the meaning of the latter's name. Nephi was living up to every expectation that his father had for him. What of his brother Lehi? In Helaman 11, 18-19, Mormon records the public acclaim that Nephi and Lehi's good works garnered. And behold, the people did rejoice and glorify God, and the whole face of the land was, was filled with rejoicing. And they did no more seek to destroy Nephi, but they did esteem him as a great prophet and a man of God, having great power and authority given unto him from God. And behold, Lehi his brother was not a whit behind him as to things pertaining to righteousness. Here, Mormon is careful to show that what has been said and also written about Nephi is said and also written of his brother Lehi. While the word play on Nephi and good is not directly invoked here as previously, the clear implication is that Lehi was not a whit behind Nephi as to things pertaining to righteousness. That is, he was every whit as good as his brother. Both had become sons that, in every measure, lived up to their father's hopes for them. Furthermore, they were descendants who, in every measure, came to live up to the good legacies of their goodly first parents. Nephi and Lehi both stood courageously against the evil of Gadianton and Kishkumen's secret combination as it spread throughout Nephite society, destroying their society as they knew it just a generation later, and eventually helping to make a final end of it, just as such combinations had of the Jaredites before them. Nephi's own son, Nephi, became a just man who did many miracles in the name of Jesus because he was cleansed every whit from his iniquity and was privileged to assist the Lord in ushering in a new dispensation among the Lamanites and Nephites. For his part, Helaman, like his ancestor Lehi, had demonstrated that he was a goodly parent by his faithful fatherly Paranesis. His sons had been taught in all the learning of their father. Helaman was a fortunate father in that his good sons hearkened to his Paranesis. Many other goodly parents, like Lehi with respect to his Older sons, Laman and Lemuel, are not always as fortunate. Matthew L. Bowen was raised in Orem, Utah, and graduated from Brigham Young University. He holds a Ph.D. in Biblical Studies from the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C., and is currently an assistant professor in religious education at Brigham Young University, Hawaii. He and his wife, the former Suzanne Blattberg, are the parents of three children, Zachariah, Nathan, and Adele. This has been a recording of He is a Good Man, the Fulfillment of Helaman 5, 6-7 in Helaman 8, 7, and 11, 18-19 by Matthew L. Bowen. Originally published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 17, 2015, pages 165-170, through 170, read by Parker Jackson. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com.